Welcome to the First Issue Club Podcast. We're your weekly comic book reading club where we're talking about comic news and issues we've read recently. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Honda days. May the Toyota Thon be merry. And the JD Power Associates be bright. Hey, everyone. It's the potpourri episode. That's right. It's what happens between the Christmas episode and the best of episode. We're spent. I'm <laughs> still recovering from all the cookies and sweets. And I'm still recovering from not getting any presents because I was a bad boy. <laughs> oh, no. Cold this year. I was naughty. What can I say? Mm-hmm. I'm recovering from that beautiful <laughs> soundtrack we had at the, the top of the episode. The serenade. <laughs> That that's true. Andy hasn't been here for any of the improv episodes, for the singing episodes, and I'm wondering how he rolls with the punches. Oh yeah, on next year's holidays. There was I wrote a whole I wrote like alternative lyrics to Last Christmas I gave you my heart mm-hmm. one year. Yep, and Weir- then Weird Al style. What was the? Um, I also made up a rap about Garfield to uh-huh. the tune of Monster Mash. Do you okay. remember that? No, I don't. Uh, uh, old listeners will remember that one. <laughs> okay. It was a, what we call a banger. <laughs> right. So uh, you say. Yeah. Oh, so I know. <laughs> the Reddit thread on it was extensive. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, proof's in the pudding. Uh, figgy pudding. Because it's the <laughs> holiday season. Way to circle it back. And uh, for those of you who know, or are in the know, the week between these holidays is kind of light for comics. It's kind of the dumping ground for uh, either an ongoing series to finish up a story or, you know, a smaller publisher to, to throw out some random books. Not a lot going on. <laughs> Unless you're Aftershock and you're trying to find some fucking money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little too late for that. A little what's, too late. What's happening? Are they canceling, like... All the books moving well, forward? let me clarify. So, Aftershock, the publisher, which we've enjoyed many of their books. They've put out a, some phenomenal books. Yeah. yeah. We talked about them not paying creators a couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, them and uh, the uh, lab. Uh, Action, Action Lab. Action Lab. Uh, also not paying uh, their creators. Anyway, they uh, Aftershock filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Essentially saying, listen, we have... And I quote, anywhere between ten to fifty million dollars in debt. Ten to fifty million? Yep. That's unbelievable. That's a big gap. That's a big old gap. So uh what chapter eleven allows you to do is to continue to run your business yeah. while your debt kind of gets reconciled or figured out. Yeah. So Aftershock has not folded. Yeah. They have just said, uh, hey, look, we ain't we don't have any money. And we owe a lot of people money. We need help to pay creators, our employees, and to keep the fucking lights on. <laughs> and so that's essentially what is happening right now. What and the so, hell have they been doing? That's that is a great question, which is being investigated right now. Yeah, that's what the IRS is going to find out. That's see when you when you declare bankruptcy, the IRS will go, okay, well we'll you know we'll forgive a couple things, but we're going to look at those books real quick and see where this is going. Yeah, they've already. Shuffled around a lot of senior staff. Some people have uh, been ousted. Like, a lot of money, clearly, was mismanaged or invested incorrectly. I'm sure NFTs are the cause. <laughs> I'm, it's it's wild to me. Like, Action Lab, okay, whatever. You mm-hmm. know, name an Action Lab book. But, like, e- exactly, yeah, right? wow, but I can't. But Aftershock, like, they've got Colin Bunn books. They've got Garth Ennis books. Yeah. Like... They're not Christopher Cantwell. Yeah, like they're they're not they're not DC Image Marvel by any stretch, but like they're not you know they were the one, lab. they were one of the more promising indie publishers, like you know right around with with Vault and Ahoy, yeah. like they were putting out some solid shit. Yeah, and you know recently they had been um, announcing that a lot of their stuff ha- had become optioned for either movies or TVs. Yeah, <laughs> movies or TVs. I'm a moron. So, I mean, you got to wonder where it, where's it, where did it all go? I mean, is COVID to play for, you know, maybe lack of sales and over investing in your product to, you know, if you spend more, people will buy more of your product. Yeah. I don't know what happened. If they were gunning for the Hollywood thing, 
could be that they, you know, overstretched budgets and, you know, expecting yeah. a windfall from some, you know, right. company to make a movie and then they never did. Right. I mean, and we saw this with Marvel in the 90s. So it's yeah. like, uh, this isn't the end for Aftershock. Same thing with Valiant. And Valiant, and yeah. yeah. The Bloodshot movie, mm-hmm. which I watched. And I kind of liked. <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Did so. you really? Yeah, man. I guess I need to watch it. Oh, I thought it was fun. Yeah. I'll do, here's what I'll do. If you go in with like, you, I mean, your expectations can't be like it's a Marvel movie. It's kind of like it's a goofball action movie. Okay. I'm uh, So I'm going to watch it with a microphone on and I'm going to do commentary. You're going to like Twitch. <laughs> for the Patreon. It? Oh, buddy. So you'll have, you'll have uh, uh, bloodshot commentary from your old buddy Greg over on the Patreon. <laughs> I just watched um, Black Adam. On HBO. Yep. I was a little disappointed by it. Shocker. I'm sorry. Go on. Um, I think it was just, it's one of those movies that was like, parts of it seem like it's for kids, and then parts of it are hyper-violent, mm-hmm. and it's just like, who in the middle is this for? <laughs> yeah. I, I A lot of characters thrown in, which is like a constant DC struggle, is that they introduce just tons of new people mm-hmm. that like don't really get storylines realized honestly i really liked like the first half of it Mm -hmm. with the black adam stuff and then using the justice society as like a placeholder for american jingoism yeah where they like go into other countries and start like taking over shit yeah you know we're the policemen of the world yeah and then they like basically totally ditch all that in the second half like all the interesting stuff is just like well here's a sky beam you know a sky beam yeah dude Who's okay? So who's the main? Is is Black Adam the villain of his own film or no? Come on, that, I I need that to would be know. interesting. Oh, <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting that we've made his way to Black Adam because you know James Gunn has taken over the helm of yeah. DC movies, and uh, it's recently come out that Wonder Woman three is not getting made. Uh, Henry Cavill not coming back as Superman. Yeah, and then like. Multiple people, multiple cameos have been cut from the Flash film. Yep. And so James Gunn had to go to Twitter and address this and be like, "Listen, this is what I was hired for. Like, yeah, we're we're giving you guys what you want. Unfortunately, something's got to go. And like, a, as a medium DC fan, like I, I totally agree with them. Like, you can't have Gal Gadot and Henry Henry Cavill on the roster anymore. Yeah. If you want to start something brand new and and, and interesting. Yeah. Because you're just shackled by the. Uh, the the dead weight of the old regime, yeah. Uh, unfortunate. I mean, the unfortunate thing is those are the good casualties we had to suffer, right? Like, if Suicide Squad got axed, nobody would bat an eye. Yeah. But you know, Wonder Woman three was sounded interesting at least. Patty Jenkins Jenkins knows how to direct a movie. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill is a beloved Superman, but yeah, yeah, you have to wipe the good away with. The Zack Snyder to... <laughs> you can't get the Zack Snyder stank off it. Yeah. It would be so easy to bring everything back if they really wanted to. I I could see this being a tease to say, we're rebooting stuff, and then you do a Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, yeah. And bring... They're going to they're gonna red herring Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill back in if they want. Yeah. Which would be legit. Yeah. yeah. I think people would really right. like that. Yeah. With with multiverses already existing in the comic books, it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's always an open door yep. for these characters to come they're, back. I know they're doing the Blue Beetle movie next year. Mm-hmm. That looks dope as hell. And Blue Beetle was the, that was like the crux of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like he was the first character to be brought in from another universe mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. DC had just bought whatever comic publisher that uh Ch- was it charlton it was charlton yeah yeah that he was I almost on. said charleston i'm just like yeah the charleston chew comics <laughs> <laughs> that's a, so that's, those tasty candies I now love, i have a story about blue beetle <laughs> i love blue beetle and that's that book's like i'm like this is the closest i'll ever get to a blue beetle first appearance yeah is yeah. crisis I mean, on infinite earth you know, number one because uh, the other one's like what 1940s? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and worth a goddamn fortune. I'm sure, it's like sixty thousand dollars in. Well, it's like uh, and pl- like Plastic Man made his first appearance in a crime comic book. Yep. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. And you're just like, how the fuck am I supposed mm-hmm. to obtain this? Those yeah. first and continuity books are fun to just treat as the first for your collection. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it, it's you know, crime 
Comics 197, yeah. and it, you know, it was printed on the back of a cigarette carton yeah. or whatever. Like, and that's Bucky a... O'Neill fights the no good gang. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a completely different character than the one you're a fan of today. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. The, the DC creators are the people who made it who it is. Um, another interesting fact about that is uh, apparently James Gunn and Jim Lee are working like hand in hand to kind of make a cohesive feel not not you know a, a, a direct re- transaction or, or translation from comics to movies but like mm-hmm. they're trying to like get the vibe right for dc nice. and its comics and movies and how they kind of i don't know maybe interact or just flow into one another i mean lee is certainly the guy to talk to yeah. right him and jeff johns but probably don't want to involve Jeff Johns more than you have to. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Jim Lee's just like I, I got it. Yeah, Jeff. if we need something, I'll text you. But yeah, right. I think we're good. Yeah, if we really want to dive into Green Lantern, I've got your number. <laughs> we got your number, pal. <laughs> but I mean, and like Kevin Feige's been doing that for, with the Marvel comics for sure for a couple of years now. But we really don't see it as as heavy handed as we initially thought it was going to be. Yeah, that'll that'll actually be pretty interesting to see how uh how dc comics change as a result of that i think that'll be the most apparent because marvel has made such a big impact on the movie landscape that dc Mm -hmm. has kind of followed suit with being a little little less serious with the exception of batman right um but the comics remain pretty pretty clear on their characterization and i think it's just like the comic industry which we've seen it gets bogged down with monotony so easily oh, yeah. that like Marvel kind of trimmed the fat a little bit with how it saw its popularity with movies. They're just like, well, we can do the same thing with comic books, kind of shed some of the dead weight and maybe make it a little more streamlined. Um, I'm hoping they do the same thing with DC. My plea is more Batman books, please. Oh, yeah, that's I, what we need. We need more Batman books. And Joker. Is this a bit? This is a bit. Okay, good. I Congratulations, w- you're in the bit. I tuned out of the conversation for a little bit, and when I came back, I was like, hang on. You can't be expecting more Batman books. I had to get one last bit in before the end of the year. It's like 40 of them. All, all, every mainline DC book should be and Batman. Seriously. Right? Like, yeah. the Joker and Batman. Spider-Man was like that for a while at Marvel. That's true. There was like 40 Spider-Man books at any given time. Well, and wasn't Marvel team up just Spider-Man just and Spider-Man. other guy? Spider-Man and friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100% it was. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of CLZ this past week on my holiday break. Oh, yeah. yeah a little bit. Uh, yeah. My guy. More than a little. It goes a lot quicker than I thought it would. Especially if you've got a long run of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really easy to just keep pumping through. If anyone doesn't know what CLZ is, it's like a way to catalog your comics with an online cloud backup. Yeah. And they've got a lot of stuff pre-populated. Just click that you have it. Select the grade if you want to. There's a lot of like optional things in it. But the one I've been sticking to most is grade. I try to do an accurate grade for every book I pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, just quick eye test. I'm not like pulling it out and flipping through <laughs> it. Obviously, You give would, it a scan trial. That would take forever. Pencil. <laughs> and then signed by. So I've been putting, if it's been like remarked or signed by, I've been tagging yeah. that stuff. So easy to filter through. So do you scan the barcode or do you like just pull out a run and just click on your way down as you go? A little of both. Okay. It kind of just depends on what I'm hitting on at the current time. If I've got a bunch of random, obviously nature of this podcast for a long time, we focused more on covering new first issues mm-hmm. so we could have like an accessible conversation about ongoing comics. Yep. And... I just have so many first issues in my collection because of that, that I otherwise would have not purchased. (laughs) And so everyone is just like, okay, new series, new series, new series. (laughs) And those stretches are really tedious to enter. (laughs) But once I hit something I'm reading like on a regular basis, it's fun to go back through those covers. Oh, that's the best part. And it's been awesome to put together a wish list. So... Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot you could do that. I'm loving the app. It, another thing that you'll love is it will automatically pull issues you don't have from a run and export them as a CSV. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, for all you uh, yeah. Excel fans out there. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Get a spreadsheet going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you love it, though? I'm obsessed. Hell, I yes. was worried you were going to be obsessed with it because 
as soon as you get a taste of the uh, way to organize and get all your shit figured out, I knew you would you would be bit. That's yeah. part of the comic book collector brain mm-hmm. is just being super organized. I've got twenty five boxes, short boxes left to do. Oh, are you organizing them by short box? No, oh, okay. I don't put what box they're in. Oh, which is crazy because you can do that in the app. Yeah. yeah, you can say what box they're in, and I was like, that's perfect. But the problem I'm going to have is that I'm act actively filtering in uh-huh. books mm-hmm. to what I do, so they they change what box they're in pretty yep. regularly. I feel like that's for people who have stuff in like storage. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. well, totally. There's a lot of crossover too between like it could be you could use this in a shop. Oh, 100%. Right? Like, as a sales tool. Mm-hmm. Because, like a Dewey Decimal System for your comics. Yeah. Because there's, like, bought for this amount, sold for this amount, sold on this day, like, yeah. what box it's in, when you bought, all that kind of nonsense. The, um, we should be sponsored by CLZ, how much we're talking about this. Dude, hit me up, because <laughs> If I'll take I see that. sponsored by CLZ, sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other obsessive thing that I love about it is they have a last bagged and boarded so like if I've, you if I've you're ch- the guy who goes back and rebags and boards, oh you, my god, okay, you can that mark is that like, date. <laughs> I I'm a pretty lazy guy, and when I see all those options, I'm just like, who is that person? Who is that person that marks off that? Oh, I bag and boarded this two days ago. Well, some, or two years ago, some of these are comics that I've had since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and all of those that I'm going through, and I've got the old fogged bags. I've been rebagging and oh, reboarding. Right. Yeah. Like they have like but, um. I can't. Cataracts. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. They're like super fogged over. But with the more modern bags, mm-hmm. I think they stay a lot nicer, a lot longer. Right. And I, I'm gonna hit a time where 20 years from now, it's like I'm not gonna. I buy like a thousand comics a year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not gonna rebag a thousand comics every year. No, my son will. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants his allowance. For, for his allowance. And that's a lot of money on just bags and boards. Yeah. I agree. Forget that. But if you want high quality bags and boards, BCW. <laughs> for, Sponsor us, please. For please, all, God. For FIC, sponsored by CLZ and BCW. <laughs> looking at the um, cover. Don't forget to order by the FOC. Looking at the cover price for all your oh, comics does, is it terrifies you, staggering. It? Yeah. Yeah. Because it is not. That number. And then if I if I bought high-end books in my collection, I put in the actual price. Yep. So it, it gives you the purchase price versus the cover price. And my purchase price, um, like I said, I've, I've, entered, I've entered maybe around half of my collection, and I am over $20,000. Oh, do you, sweet mama. Do you, do you want to be do you want to be cover price, boys? I'll, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Do you want to do, do you want to do this on air? Yeah. So the big reveal. <laughs> so keeping in mind that I've bought a lot of dollar comics, mm-hmm. right? And obviously, if you buy it for a dollar and the cover price is five, sure, right? Okay. But it doesn't take that into account. It does not. Because this you, is can't you alter that though? You well, you can put in a purchase price. Yes. Right. But I did. I put in most of my comics before they had the purchase price option. Oh, okay. Okay. So all right. So my cover price value. Of my collection is $35,790.67. We got ourselves a fully loaded Tahoe, boys. Just cover price. Oh, mine right now is $15,824. You're getting there. Like I said, I've got 25 short boxes left. So, yeah. This is a great time to tell everyone you can get your comic book collection insured for, you know, not a lot of money a month. That is true. It is. Almost free to get it, your yeah. collection insured, and uh, w- when you look as back part of at your, your homeowners, you yeah. just like claim it on yep. there. Yep, when you look back at your CLC app and see that big number, gotta have a home first. Ha 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 ha! <laughs> it also works with renters insurance. <laughs> yeah, you can do yeah. it with renters insurance. That's true. Um, My one, favorite thing about the app is you can shake it and it pull, pulls up a random. That book. is really fun. Yeah. My least favorite thing about the app is that I thought I could use it to find what key comics in my collection are. And a third of my collection or more is key yeah. comics. It's just like it lists everything. Yeah, uh, we talked about that a little bit on the text thread of how they organize, they they classify it as like basically any appearance, any cameo, any interaction with these two characters mm-hmm. is like 
a key book. Yeah, basically, they they call what we would call a key. They call a major key. Major key. I re- <laughs> you can keep that, Sealsy. For a while, I considered doing a bit where I uh, read to you guys key issues that I stumbled across. Oh hell yeah! In my collection, mm-hmm. um, that I was surprised that I had, and the <laughs> the beginnings of that list were that I'd never finished. Superman Volume 7, Issue 12, John Kent Breaks Keto Diet for First Time in Three Issues. <laughs> Hell yeah. Deadpool Volume 2, Issue 7, Infamous Jokeless Issue. <laughs> World's he, fi- fi- he fixes the fourth wall. <laughs> World's Finest, 174. Uh, I don't have anything for that one. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> Avengers 512, Hulk's catchphrase altered to Hulk Smish for first and last time. <laughs> Outsiders Volume 2, Issue 8, Metamorpho Dawn's Fingerless Gloves. <laughs> That's great. That's a good bit. Blue Beetle Volume 1, Issue 12, Ted Cord Missing Testicle Insinuated. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 422, Hentai Invoked. <laughs> hentai Invoked? <laughs> That's as far as I got. Hentai Summoned? Not enough for a full-on bit, but... Uh, it was a mini bit. It was a mini bit. No, that's a new hysterical. segment we're going to try and do in 2023 yeah. called mini bit. Keys I found. Mini bit. I'll I'll go through mine and I'll find some. I'll find some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that may be a main episode thing. It may be a Patreon thing. Well, we don't what know. was the one we texted about? Oh, first appearance of Justin Trudeau in comics. We both have that yeah, one. Yeah, we both do have that one. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is fun to just do the shake and have something pull up. I do the shake. What, what key it also, did it pull up? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you just shook it. <laughs> Can't uh, leave us hanging. Uh, well, it says uh, Jeff Lemire Kirby Monster cover. Oh. Oh, is that from Monsters of Madness? Oh, this is a Hawkeye variant. Oh, yeah. They did a whole series. Mm-hmm. There is a... Sometimes a variant cover is not enough reason to make something a key book, turns out. Unless it's like a high price. I guess. That's, that's, a, mi- sh- that's a minor key. It shouldn't key. be. I texted, I texted you guys because... The first appearance of Black Winter in, in Thor in this last Thor run was considered a major key comic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I found Amazing Spider-Man number one is a minor key. Well, okay. So the the thing I wanted to text about, but I was sitting with my family and didn't have time to like type it out. But <laughs> to really rage, <laughs> they list reprints. Uh-huh. If it's a reprint of like Spider-Man number one, they'll list it as a minor key. But the first print will be a major key. Okay. So, really? If, yeah. If you've got a three ninety nine reprint of Batman twenty or Detective twenty seven, mm-hmm. that will be listed as a minor key, and and they list okay. those reprints as variants. So it'll be like oh, well, Detective twenty seven B reprint minor key first appearance of Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm looking this up though. Last yeah. bag and boarded I mean, two years ago. Because you tell me in box number two. First issue. Premiere issue, first appearance of J. Jonah Jameson, uh-huh. first appearance of the Chameleon, first Fantastic Four crossover. Minor key. 1963. Minor key. That's your, that's an, you have a Spider-Man number one? No, I don't. Oh. I was just looking at. <laughs> I would like one. <laughs> I was just like scrolling through Spider-Man issues. Oh, yeah. Keep keep going. There'll, there'll be a major key in there for it, for like the original print. Maybe there's oh, not. This... I don't see a gold key. What are you doing, CLZ? That's your sponsorship is at risk. <laughs> no, it's not, sweetheart. <laughs> There's a couple things that I have listed as major key that I'm like, no, 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 no. You mean like Black Winter? I don't think so. Yeah, I would not. And well, one thing that I appreciate about CLZ, and that I've already seen in my short time on the app, mm-hmm. is that when I sync with the Ooh, yeah. cloud, you'll get updates that say, okay, we made an update to mm-hmm. X book. And yeah. it corrects itself on their database app. is crazy. So they're probably constantly filtering things and fielding feedback from people yeah. and saying like, okay, you know, maybe at one point we had called this a minor key mm-hmm. given retrospect, it's now a major key mm-hmm. or yeah. vice versa. I'm sure the just employed nerds that... <laughs> you know, do data check for this app mm-hmm. are just frothing at the bit to like update all information yeah. at all hours of the night. Again, CLZ, hit us up. <laughs> we want to be those nerds for you. Let us be those nerds. Come on. We'll treat you right. Ask Boulevard. They loved us. They still love us. 
We haven't talked in a while, but they still love us. We assume. Oh, I love that Space Camper IPA. It tastes so good. I'm drinking one now. Mmm, drink responsibly. There's a free one for you, Boulevard. Uh, I have 65 major key comics. Uh-huh. Um, of which, I'm trying to think if there's any surprises in here. Uh, Death of Alfred is a, is considered a major key comic. Yep, it sure is. That's like a still a $5 comic. Yep. You can buy that for cover price still. Yeah. Um, you know, but honestly, Alfred dies. It sticks as long as it does. I'm yeah. fine with that being a, considered a major key. Right. I don't think a book has to be valuable for it to be a major key Important. comic. Yeah. Especially yeah. considering the impact it's had on Batman storylines. Sure. Since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, with what they're doing right now with the books, yeah. it's all going to be unwritten. Here's one that I think is a little questionable. Major key comic. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Ghostwriter number one. First appearance of Baby, Baby Thanos. Thanos. Baby Thanos. Yep. Major key book. Here's the problem, though. We've seen, we were introduced to Thanos as a grown-up. So, theoretically, we were introduced to Baby Thanos at the exact same time. This is an older version of him now. Thoughts? Oh, I get it. Like, it's the same character. <laughs> it's the same yeah. character. It's not a new person. Well, actually, it it's, is a different character. It kind oh, of it's it an is. alternate. It's, Fuck. Yeah, it's affected by... Well, you know what? Redacted. That's a major key. <laughs> major, major key. Okay, my uh, death of Deadpool. Yep. Is what, that, that Deadpool death 27? It's something like that, yeah. It didn't. That book didn't really yeah, like. Lots, lots locked in there. <laughs> that book didn't. Re- Sixteen divided by two. That ah, death didn't no stick clue. for very long. So I don't know why that one's in there. Um, first full appearance of Angela in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. I that's fun. Angelina. I would, but I would consider that a minor. Really? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. her first appearance was actually in Spawn, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Spawn eight or nine? Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah. I don't have that one. That'd be a fun one to have. Capital a, of Alabama. No it's a cool fucking cover. clue. Just the story behind that character and then like the spoiled relationship between the creators is like interesting. Yeah. Humorous, actually. <laughs> Downright funny. Hysterical. Yeah. Um, Naomi number one, still a major key issue. I'm fine with that. Oh, well, of course. She, yeah. She's got a TV she's series. She's got a TV series. Yeah. yeah. Is that still going? Uh, Who knows? It's on the CW, so no one knows. Yeah. Well, you know, with all this stuff going on right now, maybe scrapped. And they're they are squandering that character by not putting her in a movie. Yeah, like she made a dynamite introduction when they were first introduced. Yeah. So I don't know, James Gunn, if you're listening, and I know that you are, <laughs> give Naomi a chance. Thank you also, very much. what high school did you go to? He's from St. Louis. He's in St. Louis. He so, was just there this weekend. Actually, yeah, I have to, to have to ask. He said, uh, one of the main reasons I come back is the toasted ravioli. Yep. To be closer to me. (laughs) And my sweet, sweet friend, Vargas. (laughs) It'd be funny if, like, because he took a picture of the the toasted ravioli. It'd be great if you're, like, in the background just, like, eating toasted rav. Toasted ravs, bro. (laughs) Oh, here's some guy, my old friend of mine. We just lose our goddamn minds. Where do you guys stand on this one? First appearance of Dylan Brock. Yeah. I mean, I love it because I have that issue. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Same. So. Totally. It's like more gold keys for me. It, well, I mean, like, it depends on what happens with him going forward. I mean, well, he, had, he had a yeah. huge- He's already Venom, but I mean, so many other characters, people have been Venom. Yeah. He had a huge impact with Donny Kate's stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, currently Venom now. The, the thing that I get is like- because I've been reading Venom for a long time, even mm-hmm. when it was like Venom Space Knight and Ven- Venom Space Knight fucking ruled. It did. Um, that was the Flash Thompson Venom, right? Um, no, that I think it, that was Eddie Brock. Was it was Eddie, Eddie Brock? Brock, but he was like in the full military, like spiked shoulder he was pads. A, he, he was in Guardians. He was a Guardian of the Galaxy. At that that wasn't Flash. Venom? That was no. That was Flash. No, that because, was yeah. Because right. uh, yeah. Um. Anyway. The the <laughs> the sc- when Scorpion becomes Venom mm. is listed as a minor key, and when uh, that other dude took over as Venom uh-huh. in like Venom one fifty, yeah, between when Eddie came back, yep. and when Flash was Venom, sure, yeah, that is listed as a minor key, mm. but that book was not good. No, <laughs> I have all of them. Yeah, I so have a lot of them too. feel free to list it as a major key, I guess. <laughs> Whatever happened to that character? 
I don't know. I can't remember. He was created for that book. Mm -hmm. Minor key. I love saying that. I'm I'm getting a soundboard. I wish. I honestly. I honestly was thinking like, by the time this is over, I'm gonna go through all my minor keys, and pull them out. And now I kind of like. I started viewing them in the moment to see what they were minor for because there were so many of them. Mm -hmm. And now I just keep on fucking scanning. Yep. There's just so damn many. I usually go through it at night before I go to bed sometimes, just like, what do I have? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of fun to go. It's like a walk down memory lane. It is. Like It's like flipping through your long boxes without having to flip through your long boxes. Without hurting your back so, <laughs> so, so much. Yeah. Oh, one thing that surprised me that you remember the Avengers No Surrender miniseries? The, the that, first appearance of uh, Immortal Hulk. Yes, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Almost every book in that series is considered a minor key in this app. Interesting. Yeah. That well, that was a that was a huge like relaunch point for Marvel, wasn't it? Was it? Um, the, so well, didn't they introduce like a weird character? They're just like a uh, Marvel characters back from like. The was beginning? that the Master Rider stuff? No, that no. was that's Marvel Legacy. Yeah, yeah, that was Marvel Legacy. This predated that. No it was, surrender was like um, Voyager. Voyager was yes. like that's right. an original Avenger that everyone remembered, but was never in the original Avenger yes. comic book. Yes. Wait, that's the same shit they did with Sentry. Is it really? Yeah, because the, the whole thing with Sentry was like this was a character Stan Lee created. Remember, and then it's like wink, wink. No, you don't remember because of the Sentry's backstory. So. Maybe because so Voyager was tricking the Avengers. She was like, "Don't you guys remember me? I was one of the original Avengers." Oh, okay. And they're all yes. like, "They're like, oh, Voyager. Yes, of course. Like, it's good to see you again." And then Got we find it. out that she's like, you know, an alien. Got it. Uh, so it's a, it was a reverse century. Yes. Yes. A reverse century okay. is okay. a perfect. Way Not to the play sex it. move, but yeah, the <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with the. There's a follow-up series called No Road Home. Yes. Uh-huh. And that was the one that brought Conan the Barbarian. Back. Back into Marvel continuity. He's coming, coming back, back to Marvel, Marvel. And. But now he's gone. It's like every time he meets someone new, it's like first time Conan encounters Thor. Okay, fuck that shit. So the part of of my. (laughs) First time Conan and Howard the Duck kiss. (laughs) Okay. Give me that issue. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I think part of. This is just with the recency of people being obsessive about collecting yeah. things that they consider key. I'm putting it in finger quotes. Yeah. Um, you can't see it, but he did it. Is with modern comics, anyone thinks any issue has an mm-hmm. excuse to be like instrumental or like we're denoting that it's the first time something happened. Whereas comics in the 80s, you just weren't paying as much attention to like. Oh, no one was, gave a shit. This was the first time, like, so-and-so encounters so-and-so. Yeah. So there are these older books where just as heavy of a thing happens, mm-hmm. story-plot-wise, and it's just, like, never going to be considered a key issue. No, it's, it's, the, it's the retail market, Yeah, you know, reseller stuff. It's the market on. influencing the, like, legacy of the... Yeah, an or or the or, the or the importance of a, a random event. Like, yep. no one gives a shit the first time Conan and, like... Punisher meat. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for that issue. I will say with I'll this, pay nineteen. <laughs> most of the books I've logged so far have been Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. and so I'm moving on to like Boom and Image and a couple other indie publishers. So, oh uh, shit. Check. Oh, good. We're still going. Okay, we're still going. Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna edit that out. To be honest. I pushed a button on the keyboard, and I thought I killed our recording. I did not. I think you collapsed the uh, thing right there. Yeah. We're all learning. It's the potpourri episode. <laughs> this is not getting edited. In fact, when we're done here, we're just going to post it right to the website. Perfect. Um, what was I saying? Uh, something about minor keys, the resale market. Something and about how... Howard the Duck and Conan kissing. Oh, yeah, I was saying like that really, the, the... How do you kiss uh, Bill? It's not really lips, right? You can't. Well, it's more implied. It's like the emotion you get from it. Yeah, you can't put that kind of stuff. The Marvel comics are for all kids, you know? Yeah. For, you can, for the you family. Can, you can pucker a bill. Pucker up. Give me that hard peck. I don't like looking at you when you're telling me to pucker up. <laughs> pucker, pucker up. Ugh. <laughs> so demanding. Uh, so you've been doing that for the holiday season. Yes. 
since Friday. Have you had a chance to read any comics? No, I haven't. Comics are on the back burner. <laughs> Organizing comics Organizing right comics. on the front burner. On the front burner. Ablaze. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I think I need to, at, at this point, I'm like, I need to log everything mm-hmm. and then read comics and so I can start filtering things in again. Because if I start finishing comic books yep. that are being filtered into boxes that I've already like uh, scanned, mm-hmm. I'm going to get confused. The great thing about the app is, I don't know if you've uh, come across this yet, if you scan a book that you've already scanned, yeah, it'll tell you. It'll be like, hey, idiot, I, yep. this is already in here. Do you want to put it in on another copy? And you have to be like, yes, I did buy another <laughs> issue of Howard the Duck 2. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you can put them in as one listing. And mm-hmm. say you have three copies of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can do separate so you can like grade them differently or mm-hmm. yep. or say one is signed, one isn't. Which is great. I'm elated to have this app. We can tell. <laughs> it is great. I tell everybody to get it. Yeah. It's so cheap. It's like twenty bucks a year. Fifteen dollars a year for the yeah, app on your phone. Cheap. And the, like the stuff you get to do with that is wild. Yeah. I I, As, I while we say it's cheap. It is also the correct price for this, I feel. Oh, uh, uh, a penny more. <laughs> if this was like fifteen oh one, no thank you. If it was $20 a year, I think I'd think twice about it. Really? Th- I would throw my collection away, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> so I I kind of went all in, and I got the, the software also, the, oh. the, the PC software. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. That's $30 a year. Uh, and I, I did the trial, and I I liked it. Yeah. I don't know that I'll re-up it, because it's basically the same thing that's on the app, but yep. you can sync them together. It just depends on whether you like using your if laptop. If you're a desktop or person or a phone person. Yeah, phone but person. It's, it's way easier to search. I'll say that. Yeah. And when you have like the export options to CSV and yep. Excel, it's whatever. I um, will say having the camera, when I when I get in barcode scanning mode, oh, yeah. and I've got the camera on, just kills my battery. Yeah. Oh, does it? I've charged my phone like more than I've ever charged it the last five days. <laughs> it's um, either that or Marvel Snap draining the battery, dude, for real. <laughs> and did you get the cover price also? No, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna do it at some point. Yeah, but I don't want to pay for it like every month. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it one month and kind of see. It's like seven a month. It's like, it's like eight bucks a month. Eight a month. Yeah, I'm yeah. like a that's, dollar off on all these fucking things. It's a little rich for my blood to mm-hmm. see the value. I think it'll be f- a fun thing to look at once, and then I'll be like, I don't need this again until I need it again. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing. Like that's pretty much what I've decided. Mm-hmm. Um, it is cool because the prices update like even during the day. Yeah, like they'll change <laughs> uh-huh. all the time because it's probably based on sales yeah on like ebay and other marketing sites that share their information yep yeah i think they pull from like multiple websites yeah. they do yeah um so that's kind of rad that you can i mean i've never gotten into selling my books if mm-hmm. i if i needed to i you know i would but well again if you're a store exactly right, right yeah like that's stuff you you kind of want to monitor mm-hmm. you know so and it's easier to like if like a customer comes up and wants to buy a book, you can just open your app real quick and look at it instead of being like, "Let yeah. me check eBay." And then yeah, exactly. Get yelled at. I and- just saw my Marvel Unlimited uh, renewed. Oh, is that PayPal monthly or is that automatically yearly? yearly. Okay, sixty nine bucks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the funny number. <laughs> Major key. We're getting you a soundboard. Yeah. Why give me, I am the soundboard. You know, <laughs> save the money. Well, we can just record you and put it yeah. on the soundboard. That, I got, I, I would be so sick to have a soundboard here. I, the episodes would be eight hours long and you both would quit the show. Yeah. Andy and I would probably regret it immediately. <laughs> you unplug it almost instantly. Just yeah. like, nope. Why did we give him the toilet flush sound? <laughs> <laughs> this one has a different pitch than the other one. <laughs> Did you read anything, Greg, over the holidays? Yeah, well, um, no first issues. I I did read. So remember, I talked to you guys about Chroma, the uh-huh. book about like the pale city within the realm of. Oh, color. I still haven't read that. I read the following issues after that. So fucking good. It is so good. It's like it's a simple story about like you know acceptance and 
exploring the world outside and corruption from within, but yeah. it's so beautifully drawn and written and it's by the same creator. Like the, the creator does the words and the art. So it's fucking rad. And then I read some more on uh Voyages, which was the book where the alien race finds the Voyager space. Oh yeah. Or satellite mm-hmm. with like the little golden disc about what um, like the earth is yeah. and what it's about. And um, so what I'll say about Voyages is, it is good. It's the second issue is very dense. Uh, like lots of words. It gets into high sci-fi real quick. Hell yeah! And like Budget King is really into high fantasy and sci-fi shit. And like it took me a couple of rereads, but like it's still you know clicking. But uh, reader beware, them be lots of words up ahead, <laughs> and it gets real heady real quick. I did some shopping. I haven't done done reading. I got myself a... I don't know if I've talked about all of these since we've done the podcast. I did buy the first appearance of... uh, Infinite. Infinite because of Marvel Snap. Um, So (laughs) congratulations, Marvel Snap. You forced me to buy something. Uh, I have no clue what that is. I've never heard of I, Infinite. I, I, no one knows who the fucking Infinite is. And if you do, <laughs> you're a liar. But he's worth 20 points on the board. Whoa. So, you gotta have that first appearance. I guess it's like, he's like above Galactus. Like, he's like kind of the same species. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's from uh, the, the, the Ultimates. Al okay. Ewing, Saran, right? Al, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, Blue Marvel is like the head leader of the Ultimates, I think. Mm-hmm. So, it's, cool. pretty, it's a sick cover, and Al Ewing... I've I've read the Ultimates, but I don't remember Infinite or yeah. whatever. So, I so I have a decent amount of the original run of Booster Gold. It's like such a good series. Something I've just collected out of dollar bins and stuff for a long time. Nathan Fillion, please Dude. contact James Gunn. And when I was logging my DC books, I was just like, man, I've got a lot of key Booster Gold stuff, but I still don't have the first issue. So I just got on eBay. You got one? And knocked it off. Nice. They're not that bad, actually. No, it's not that expensive of a book. And so I bought and it. And that is a major key. I think so, anyway. Major key. <laughs> Coming at you live from the First Issue Club Studios. Um, He's been in some great storylines and anything that's like a time travel thing. Mm-hmm. It's like he can have major repercussions on the DC universe, depending on like how oh, much yeah. you pay attention to his storylines. Like there are things that he's done that. Oh, are... he had a huge storyline in '52. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. right. It was basically all him. Yes. And um, yeah. So you can find those in the '50 Simpin. And that's another thing with the Booster Gold, or sorry, with the Blue Beetle movie coming out. I'm like, is a Booster Gold thing far behind? So it's not Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Yeah, I know, but like. Are they gonna? Would they introduce Ted Cord just so they could introduce Booster Gold? I think I they think, might. I jump think allegedly to... he's supposed to be because because Ted, oh, Ted Cord's supposed to be because in Cord this movie? Industries. Oh, the signs have been seen on set. Oh, okay. So, um, God, I hope so. Nathan Fillion, Blue Beetle, Zach Efron, Booster Gold. <laughs> I just need to get that out of my head so we can continue with the episode. Thank you. So I got yeah I got that in a, in a CGC nine four. Oh, you got, got a graded. Got oh. a nice graded copy of it that a pawn shop was selling, and I thought it was a good price. Okay. Um, I got the first appearance of Mantis. Nice. Oh, Avengers, Celestial Madonna. Avengers 112. It's it's a raw copy, but it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got Shield Volume uh, 1 and 2, uh-huh. um, which are like six issues each, mm-hmm. I think. And that's the... Celestial, Hickman? yeah, that's a Hickman series, yeah. and that's the series wherein Mantis becomes the Celestial Madonna, or is I guess like imbued, really that name and stuff. Okay, do you think it was earlier? I remember, I remember reading an earlier Avengers where she's referred to as the Celestial Madonna, and then maybe okay. they explain it in this yeah. series. It, it happens again, yeah, and that's where um, the the son. That we see in Avengers Empire yes. comes from. Yes, exactly right. Um, so this series is supposed to be really good, and I've never read it. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Is it okay? That was I don't know if you remember, Greg. 
we mm-hmm. were out in Independence at Vintage Stock one time. Yeah. And I had been looking for Avengers first series number four for like eight years. Yeah. Uh, and I finally found it with you standing in that store. Um, because... I got backbend magic. People that come <laughs> Dude, hunting with me find the shit that they need. It, and it was it was such like a scratch your back. You know, you got that itch and I finally got it because I have like both both of those series are called Shield. They're both by the same creative team. Yep. They just like have different covers and stories. And one is a sequel to the other. So right. like I have like six copies of Shield Volume Two Number Four. <laughs> the one you don't need. <laughs> because I'm like, yes, number four, finally. Fuck yeah. Exactly. I've got to put this in the CLZ app. Do, well, then I got the CLZ app and I didn't do that anymore. <laughs> okay. Back to the CLZ app. I have used it a thousand times to just see if like uh, why do I why does this cover look familiar when I'm like going through a back bin at a local shop? Oh yeah. And I'm like, I should buy this. And I go, wait a minute. And I look it up. I go, nope, I've already bought it two times actually. Because <laughs> I've got That's four why copies. It looks familiar. Yeah. 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 So I'll uh-huh. slam it back down and yep. Yep. thank the gods I didn't buy it. That's Correct. funny. That's the way to go. But yeah, so it looks like there's a zero issue on one of those shield books too. So that's thirteen books for twenty five bucks. Yeah. Sweet and deal. And it's a, it's a six series. You'll love it. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked to read it. And then I grabbed a Devil Dinosaur one, the original Kirby. Hell yes. For twenty five bucks, I've always loved that cover. Yeah. This one looks minty fresh, mm-hmm. and it's under thirty. So I was stoked to win that auction. That's a good get. Yeah. That's a good get. I'm pumped. And like, hopefully, any, when I get it in per, I haven't gotten it yet, but hopefully when it arrives, it's looking decent. Since any any old Kirby shit is. Fire. Yeah. yeah, I'm slowly piecing together uh, that first Eternals run. I've got, you really are. I've got a decent amount of them now. You're hustling on that. Um, I think I've got three or four of them graded, and then another like five or ten raw. Nice. I heard a I heard a weird MCU rumor about the Eternals that the Celestial that is like frozen in, in Earth in Earth. Uh, like the Thunderbolts movie is going to be like the Thunderbolts trying to get animantium from the Celestial, but okay. but it has already been colonized and made into an island called Genosha. Oh yeah! Oh, now we're talking. So that's the rumor. Plug me in, baby. Uh, I'm all for that. It, it's a it's a fucking sick premise. Yeah. If uh, if true, but we'll wait and see. Well, it gives you the the first thing I thought of when I saw it, and, and just it just because the. Jason Aaron's Avengers run was uh, so good. Fresh in my mind was Avengers a, Tower. A, yeah, yeah, new Avengers Tower in the Celestial. Either the one Celestial, and then I really thought, um, well, and maybe I'll save some of these takes for the best of. Mm. But I thought a couple things in Axe were like phenomenal. Yeah, how they handled like the comeuppance of having an office building in a celestial. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> that series was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. A uh, little taste of the best of I'm, coming up next week. I'm I'm kind of surprised um to hear much about as ongoing or acknowledgement of stuff that happened in Eternals cuz it seems like something they could ignore and just keep moving on because the reception of it I don't know. I I remember feeling like the reception of it wasn't that great. I enjoyed that movie. It was middling. It wasn't like this yeah. was, it wasn't like Venom two. Uh huh. But people were just like caught off guard about what it was. Yeah. Which was like a it was an A twenty four Marvel film. Yeah. It was like, it, yeah. It's it's that's another movie that was like who's it for because it's like a superhero movie, mm-hmm. but it also was kind of like artsy was, and contemplative. Yeah. And. One of the one of the things with it was that it was diverse, and you had some people who were like, ah, "It's yeah. it's a little too politically correct for me," which fuck off with <laughs> yeah seriously. That. Um, but go, I don't know. Go tell it on Truth dot com or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. get that shit out of here. <laughs> I I hope they keep rolling with it because I'd like so, to see more of those characters. Supposedly, it got confirmed. So, oh really? Okay. Yeah. So there, um, I want to say the guy who played Gilgamesh. His mm-hmm. his agent like released his like twenty twenty three schedule or whatever the hell uh-huh. it was, mm-hmm. and Eternals two is supposedly on that list. Oh, so. okay, cool. Hey. We're recording it. I mean, with the celebrities they have for it. Breaking news. They'll probably throw. God damn. 
(laughs) There's no way you're getting a soundboard. (laughs) The... uh... Unless I can have like a timer on it, it allows like one every twenty. What minutes. if I record the sounds for it, but you're in control of it? Okay, we could deal with that. Okay, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good middle ground. I've got the self restraint, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get the soundboard, but also a fly swatter. So, <laughs> Greg, you can have the soundboard, but Mike gets the fly swatter to hit your hand if you go too nuts with sounds it. Sounds good. Sounds good. One of those sounds is going to be Alf just saying Willie. <laughs> Maybe the soundboard is not a yeah, good idea. Yeah, the soundboard is just for you, it turns out. <laughs> At home. I don't know that many people would get that. It just plays really. through his headphones. It doesn't record. <laughs> <laughs> we tell him it's going. <laughs> That's the Patreon cut. Uh-huh. The, the, soundboard the soundboard cut, cut. goes to the Patreon. <laughs> That's the Willie cut. Well, I also did a little bit of shopping. If you guys want to hear some of my sweet pickups from Half Price Books, tell me. Yeah. First and foremost, I got Six Gun. I I have oh, the, nice. the hardcovers that I'm trying to get a hold of. You know yeah. those big oversized ones. Yeah. I found Volume Three for fifteen dollars sealed. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, half of half. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, Was it already signed by Cullen Bunn? <laughs> Not yet. I, my, my volume one is signed by him three times because every time I had, meet him at a con, I have him sign it No, again. that's a phenomenal idea. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got that. Pretty stoked about it. I got a Department of Truth variant because every time I see one I don't have, I pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. Um, I got the Many Deaths of Layla Star B variant, the foil cover. Great um, series. Stoked to read that. I got Mythic by Cy Spurrier. I don't know if you guys ever read that. Is that no? It's not size. I remember whatever. Mythic. Um, I get it confused with Nameless all the time. Mythic is the one where there's like the government program that hunts down like mythic creatures. Yes. What was the one where? Oh, Odyssey. I get Odyssey and Mythic because it kind of has the same kind of yeah uh, uh, branding. Yeah, same kind of vibe for sure. Um, I also got a whole bunch of those classics illustrated from First Comics, where they like do a comic book version of classic novels. I did read Mythic. Phil Hester. Phil Hester. Thank you. Yeah. And and John McCrea, maybe? Yes, that's right. Whoever. Yeah. Um, I think both coming to Planet Comic Con this year. Yeah. So probably we'll get that B variant signed. Um, got a bunch of those classics illustrated. Uh, I just think they're neat to have. That seems like yeah. something that I will want to like yeah. pass on to my kids. Like, Yeah, they're re- fucking rad. Yeah, you know, read these and whatever. Um, I got Marvel Fanfare number 15. That's the thing headshot where it's oh it's signed signed by the thing oh, that says funny. to Johnny your biggest fan or whatever yeah, yeah that's sick um, I got a couple of Prelude to Deadpool core issues um, and then the the big hit for me is I got the Amazing Spider Man Volume Three Number One Alex Ross seventy fifth anniversary variant for fifteen bucks on eBay. Ooh. Which one? What's the what's the picture? Is it him? Is it the headshot of Spider Man? No. So Alex Ross did for the 75th anniversary of Marvel. Yeah. He did a whole bunch of variants across it's... Marvel titles, and it's like celebrating the history of the character. Yeah. Have you seen the like big board they have in mm-hmm. like or the big wall mural they have at Marvel offices? Yeah. It's it's they're like. Oh yes, I've seen this. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. That's actually pretty fucking rad. Yeah, so, that's a killer cover. I've got, I have that one now. I have the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Oh shit! Are they connecting? No, they don't connect. But Thank God, there's a whole bunch of them. <laughs> my my collector brain can take a beat. Yeah, no, and they're super expensive. Well, they can be. They can be yeah. super expensive. I was thinking of something else because I was thinking of a connecting thing. The ones I'm thinking of I are. They're not the timeless variant, but Those Alex Ross timeless did variants are amazing. Yeah. It's just like a headshot of the character. Yes, that, although this is the timeless. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, those are timeless variants. He also did a version of those that do connect. Jesus, the black Christ. the black and white ones uh-huh. or the line sketch ones uh-huh. all yeah. connect. You talk about pricey. Those are like those are like two three hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that gets into the conversation of just like why is Hulk the Hulk number one? That's like just the green. <laughs> variant three hundred dollars, like yeah, n- nobody wants that. It's a good bit. Yeah, it's not a. That's a real thing. No, I know, but that's oh, a good yeah. bit that Marvel played on. Yeah, us. what a what a fun prank. <laughs> yeah. The idea that you could get a great classic comic for that, 
or a brand new one without a cover. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, I wonder if CLZ has that as a major key in their app. Oh, God. First green cover. I doubt it. <laughs> I do have a, a... Sometimes I see those go on eBay for like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, let me know next time because I kind of want one. Just to have one? To have well, it sketched on. Like, they're kind of cool. Okay. No. But again, I think we talked about this like in person. Uh-huh. There's a difference between the sketch variant and the one in 200 sketch variant for the, all those covers. The one the one in 200s are like normal glossy covers. No, no, no. They're they still not? they're still sketch covers. Are they Okay, I didn't yeah. realize that. They're just like slightly different uh-huh. and they ha- like they, I know this because the alien one is the one I want. Yeah, that one's cool. Because it's like it's oh, got like, like the textured, hue. right? Yeah, cuz there's a cuz there's a bl- an alien variant that's a sketch variant that's just plain black. And you can get it for 3 bucks. Yeah. There's a one in two hundred sketch variant that's like black, but it has like a green haze. Yeah, oh, and that's right. like yeah. three hundred dollars because yeah. it's a one in two hundred, and it's the same thing with all those books. So like, there's an Immortal Hulk that's like a sketch variant. Oh sure, yeah, that's yeah. green, mm-hmm. but then there's an Immortal Hulk that's green with like purple pants or whatever, and it's like four hundred dollars. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, they had variant. the like cardstock. Yeah. for those. Okay, got it. That I makes did, more sense. I did learn from uh, the CLZ app when I was. Uh, scanning stuff in. Man, this really is a CLZ fucking episode. Hit us up. I have the tick number two. Second and appearance it, of the tick. <laughs> first appearance of a die cut in a comic book. No shit. Oh, so that's there's like cool. a square cut out of the cover for like a picture behind it to like. That's super And that's cool. the first time they did like a die cut on a comic. That's tick, awesome. Tick number two. That's awesome. How about that. Look at there. You learn something every day. First gimmick cover. First slab it. <laughs> I'm, I have to wait for the tick to sign it, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're good to go. I sent to the Discord today that um, Gotham by Gaslight oh, book yeah. that Mignola did in the uh-huh. like 90s first was, Elseworlds. was the first Elseworld book that DC ever published. And so, that spawned a hundred stories yeah. of wackiness. I thought that's a book that I've had in my collection forever. And I think a ton of people have it because it's more of like a hardbound thing and it was yeah. cheap. It is like a mini trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it, it was so fucking popular when it came out. Yeah. It's so good. It, I mean, yeah, it it is, it's, it's genuinely legit. a great yeah. fucking book. I, but yeah, my copy's torn to shreds because I probably read it like 30 times. Yeah. Did you guys see my Jim Toe Captain Marvel page in person? Not in person. You sent no. it to, to, to the Discord. Let uh, yeah. me go grab well, it. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, wow. He's going go off mic, folks. While the mic D is away, the Andy and Greg will play. What will we play? What happened last time he left? We interviewed Kyle Starks. And Dude. It was great to have him on the show. That was last week's episode. Uh, Where Monsters Lie, out on Dark Horse Comics. Buddy. Plug it again. Isn't that sick? Great fucking book. Dude, that page is That rad. is so legit. <laughs> Look at that. We're looking at Mike's. This uh, this is from drawn page. This is from what? This is not a published page, which is why I was able to afford it. Aha! Uh-huh. It is just like a, I think a spec thing that he did. Um, I don't know if it was to like get a job or he wanted to get it out of his system and had the idea, but um, it's Captain Marvel fighting Marvel zombies of. Wolverine, Spider-Man, Captain America, and she kicks their asses, and she yells, no more zombies. That's kind of an homage to uh, House of M7, the Scarlet Witch saying, no more mutants. Mm-hmm. That's legit. There's a lot going on. That's super cool. <laughs> In this page, and it's 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 rad. It's got like a big um, middle panel mm-hmm. that's like a full body of yeah. uh Carol Danvers breaking the border a little bit breaks the the gutters if you will and the whole page tells like kind of like a little mini story um the line works fucking amazing it's wild super dynamic uh if you go on Caden's comic art Jim Toe has a lot of really nice pages that are I think very fairly priced for how talented he is but this one in particular you can get unpublished stuff for a hell of a lot cheaper than published stuff. So yeah, yeah. this page was like around $100, which is like... Dude, that's a steal. If, if this was a published page, this would be like a $600 page. Oh, easy. So easy. Six. I saw that and I was like, I don't care that it's not published. Yeah. This page fucking rules. Yoink. No, great get. Yeah. 
Thank you. Nice work. Nice yeah, work. She's wearing like this like uh, cable vest with all the pouches and shit on it. Yeah, she's like armed to the nines. <laughs> for <laughs> it's like a little more like military style. Like let's blow up some more stuff than usual. Sure. That's great. A little bit of a different like helmet, which exposes her face a little more, which I like. Yeah. She's like a crazy ass mohawk. Yep. Really played up the size of the mohawk. Yep. So super sick. Cool. Nice work. Thank you. Appreciate that. Another one on the collection. How many uh, OG arts you got now? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, this is good. This is good radio. This is good radio. 11? 11. Wow. You're like the Smithsonian. Exactly right. <laughs> you should you should charge ticket price to come in here and have everyone. There's I know that there's a guy who was planning on opening like a little comic art museum thing. In town? No. Oh. Um but less excited. There okay. is there is a dude who's just like independently wealthy, whatever that means. And it means you have a lot of money. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever it means for how he got his income, I don't know. Um but the uh, if you if you ever see like something sold complete from Felix Comic Art or Cadence Comic Art, oh god, I've heard that it's normally this one person. Fuck that guy then. <laughs> I hate that shit because he probably calls in ahead, just like uh, yeah. Well, sure. Guy. If you if you are like, I'll buy it all at once, and an artist says, I, yeah, I can take like a thirty thousand dollar payday. Yeah, for I know. the art I created. Fuck yeah. Yeah, but what about me? What about me? Are you well, going to pay $1,000 for an original page of no, something? No, but I would like the opportunity to maybe <laughs> think about it. Well, I'll tell you what about you. I recently learned that the Library of Congress has, with appointment, uh-huh. you can go and read the original panels, original hand-drawn art for uh, Amazing Fantasy Fifteen. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. By appointment. You know, you got to wear gloves and all that kind of stuff. But they have the entire comic in original panel form in Library of Congress. That'd be a fun podcast trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to read a book, a very old book. <laughs> I would. You'd lose your mind. Yeah. You specifically, Mr. Webb. Yeah, Webhead. that'd be that'd be amazing. But Spider-Man. I, I would also be like, people shouldn't be allowed to touch or get anywhere near this. Well, it's in, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's in a preserved thing, and that's why you have to make it a point. Oh, okay, yeah. so you're not like, like touching like you're not paper. touching the paper that you know. Yeah, that's how you lose the Constitution, folks. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it is preserved in the Library of Congress, and you can go see it. That's fucking rad. It's wild, isn't it? Do they let you do anything else in there? Or just I mean, I'm, <laughs> that's the one thing you can do. That's in the, the only thing in the Library of Congress. That's it. Yeah. Well, if you had to pick one thing, that's a pretty good thing to pick. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, fuck Thomas Jefferson's signature or the Pillar Rights. I mean, <laughs> amazing fancy fifteen. Yeah, I don't care that I. If the government wants to force me to house soldiers, I don't care. You know, <laughs> but I, I want to see the picture. I want to see the piece of paper that says that. I want to see Spider Man. Yeah, that's no for real. That's pretty dope. All right, history mm. and comics coming together. That's right, as they always do. Two foes. <laughs> Putting aside their differences and coming together. <laughs> the ravages of time on the page of the comic. Uh, so Time really heals all wounds. So next week, we're yeah. going to be doing our best of episode. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll drop January like 3rd or 4th, I think. Yeah, so. and that'll just be us saying a bunch of our... Stuff, really. Like, our, like our, we're, we're each going to do top five issues... Or series? Um, yeah, top five series. Okay. Thank God, because figuring out top five issues. That'd be tough. It'd be a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Top five series of 2022. And then we're going to do some categories that'll be fun mm-hmm. for best of. Okay. And so get ready for that. Uh, there's some stuff up on the website, the blog, reviews, articles. And Patreon, are we still turning that? Patreon the, the charge the, back on the pay switch comes on in January. Paywall is back on the Patreon. Ah, uh, so so be ready to be charged and be ready uh, for uh, a, min- a minimal fee. It's the price of one comic book for we normally do four episodes a month. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go back to doing four episodes a month? Yeah, 
Okay. They may not be like an hour long, but you know, you'll get. I'll find quizzes and games, and it'll it'll be fun. All right, cool. We talked about a lot of cool stuff to start doing on the Patreon for like, uh, fun game ideas and thought exercises of you know like what would Captain America have on his playlist for working out or something. Oh Ooh. sure, a lot of jazz. It's all Gershwin. Yeah. <laughs> you heard this John Philip Sousa guy? Oh, holy shit. He bangs. <laughs> you know, uh, he probably has Mambo 1 through 4 on there. Definitely. Yeah, and with that joke, we'll end the episode. Bye. First Issue Club is edited and produced by Mike DeStacy and Greg Lichtig. Follow us on social media at First Issue Club and check out our Patreon for videos, audio, and more at patreon.com slash first issue club. 